everyone, welcome back to Capitalize Your Fridays. I'm Taylor. And this is Mike Williams. And so today's episode is No Free Christmas Trees. You're probably wondering, what is that title all about? You guys are sounding kind of like a Grinch right now, and maybe this isn't the best podcast for the day, but I don't want to steer you away. We, we thought Christmas Trees was going into the holiday theme, and we're kind of doing a play on words off of the topic of No Free Lunches. Part of our discussion today is to talk about, okay, what is the value of what you get versus what you pay for? Is anything really free? Do do I get free stuff when I go to the store and they say, hey, free cookies, or hey, go to school, here's a free lunch. Is it really free or is someone paying for that? So that's kind of our first topic for today is diving into what's free, what's not free, getting what you pay for. Our second topic for today is going to be Um, discussions on the purpose of a corporation and kind of tying that into everyone's going shopping. We've got some holiday shopping going on and I feel people have looked at the concept of a corporation as a very negative thing Um, as a, Oh, big brother is all bad. And we, we don't want to buy from Amazon or we don't want to buy from these big corporations. But I think there's more to a corporation than just the big ones. And so we'd like to kind of discuss what is the purpose of a corporate corporation or corporate structure? Our last topic, we actually kind of got, gave you guys a little um, hint on in the last podcast, if you ch- tuned in there, we're talking about our 53-week finance challenge. You guys are probably going, what, 53-week? There's only 52 in a year. So this year, New Year's falls on a Friday, and we're We're kicking this off every Monday of the week, and so we'll have 53 whole weeks. Okay, so let's let's start with our first topic. (laughs) That sounds like a pretty ambitious agenda you got going there, Taylor. Um, Hopefully, we can tie it all together, right? Yeah. Well, it it should all be um, end of year, Christmassy type themed, but with a finance kick. There you go. Yeah. So as far as no free Christmas trees. <laughs> uh, Mike already knows this story, but I'm going to let you guys in on a little bit of my Christmas experience this year. We've always had a tradition at, at my household of decorating a Christmas tree. It's kind of something that has passed down through generations, and so it's something I always look forward to. This year and last year, I was excited thinking, oh, let's do fresh Christmas trees. Let's do some live Christmas trees and kind of have that smell through the house, make it feel a little more warm and, and cozy. So last year I had the far end of things, the the exact opposite of a no Christmas, no free Christmas tree. I had the most expensive Christmas tree I could imagine. It wasn't that big, but it was beautiful and fluffy and <laughs> um, cost an arm and a leg, but we, we picked the pretty one. What? And it was a live tree, right? And it was a live tree. I think... Um, we went into it thinking, oh, this isn't going to be too bad. Let's let's just pick a regular height one. And I think they said, oh, it's, I think it was like 100 bucks. But then you add in tax and then you're adding in. We tipped each of the people that helped put the tree on the thing. I think by the time we got through with it, it ended up probably being like a $200 Christmas tree. <laughs> and I don't know about... Um, my other fellow millennials, but $200 seems like a lot of money for for decorating for one item. Um, so this year I thought, oh, I'm going to be budget friendly. I'm going to be super savvy about this. And we're going to break out our flannels and have a lumberjack moment. 
so we went to the <laughs> the um, forest service online and in Colorado it's actually something cool that you can do is you can reserve a tree to chop down yourself now on the flip side this means you're going out you're hiking to get your tree you're wrapping it up yourself no one's doing the easy work for you you got to lug it onto the top of the truck um, but on the flip side it was only twenty dollars and so this is where the no free Christmas trees concept comes in because we definitely noticed that we really got what we paid for there. Um, no one was sitting there watering this tree like a baby all year to make sure it was extra fluffy. We <laughs> we came home and thought, okay, well, we're going to set it up. It, it was a nice tall tree, but um, <laughs> looking over at it right now, it's you've got a thin layer of branches, two feet, a thin layer of branches, two feet, a thin layer of branches... <laughs> Uh, I ended up having to kind of fill it in with some decorations and quite a bit of burlap. I, I think it came out okay, but um, I think it's important to notice things aren't given out for free. If, if you're paying $20 for a Christmas tree, unless you're hiking to the top of a mountain, looking through every single one, putting in the, the time, value, and effort to get that best tree... Um, you're likely not going to get, you're going to get a $20 tree. <laughs> um, yeah, but, it, sounds, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like the first tree I ever got on my own. This is obviously a long, long time ago, but it sounds like kind of a Charlie Brown tree. Yeah. Um, doing that same kind of thing. I didn't even decorate it. It was, it, I didn't put any lights on it. It just kind of stood in the corner. It was kind of propped against the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I called that my Christmas tree, my holiday tree for the year. It's you're right though. That, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. You're making choices and um, things, you usually get what you pay for. You're going to pay a price one way or the other. I mean, I don't, there's some there's some phrase from the Bible or whatever, you know, and God said, you know, take what you want, but pay for it. And that's just part of the deal. I mean, you either pay for it in effort, like you said, hiking a long ways and, you know, finding that perfect tr tree on forest land or maybe private land of someone letting you cut it down or in my case, I mean, you can kind of see mine. The, the, our listeners are only audio, so you can see mine in the background, Taylor. Uh, you know, I've got my yeah. perfect uh, um, artificial tree, and but that has its own price, right? I don't, you know, I, it's funny because I I got this two or three years ago to fit my current space. I used to get a really you know giant one, a live one, but um, I've got a little bit smaller space now, and I love it. You know, it's a great tree, but. But I didn't. I missed the pine, the pine smell. I missed, you know. That, so that was a price I was paying. I, I didn't get the pine smell. I actually tried. Uh, you know, they have at the hardware store these different kind of pine smelly things you can buy <laughs> to give it give it that uh, fresh pine odor. Um, but the price I paid with that is I somehow uh, left them kind of moist. You're supposed to moisten them to give you the real the real pine smell. And then I left it in in the for a year, I left it in the, the bag with the tree, and then it ended up being like, oh, this smells really moldy. <laughs> so oh, no. It was just those little things in the bag. But, you know, that's, you, you always have a price no matter what. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that we kind of live in a society where everyone says, oh, well, I want something for free. I want, I want it free or cheaper. And I think it's helpful to kind of recalibrate and say, well, nothing really comes for free. If you want like a free Christmas tree, if you want free healthcare, if you want, um, 
free lunch. I, I think one thing to, and my stepdad really like hounded this into me as a kid is every time I'd say, oh, well, it's free. And he would say, no, it's, it's either subsidized or it, it's included in the price. So you're not, you're not buying a, a purse and getting a free small purse that, that was factored into the price or, um, it, it you're not getting something for free or you're paying for it in some way or someone is paying for it because they want you to have it. Yeah. And that's the key thing to remember is that human life requires work. It requires action. You know, none of us, none of us can, I mean, obviously if we're infants, uh, we roll around on the ground, um, you know, on our, our parents' living room or whatever. And, um, and we're very dependent upon them, but, they're the ones who are doing the producing. They're the ones who are doing the working. Now, obviously, it's a labor of love, and you know the vast majority of parents' cases, they're they're wanting to support their. Um, but it takes work to actually live in this world, and that's the price that uh, people have to pay. It depends on what kind of work they want to do, what kind of market value they have in their work. But no matter what it is, uh, there's got to be someone producing a result um, for you to enjoy consuming it and it's all that much more satisfying in life when you're when you're independent when you can actually uh produce for yourself and and on a fair basis you know say okay this is what i produced and i'm not asking for anything for free i'm willing to pay the price and i'm willing to to trade values for values yeah definitely well and speaking of like trading values for values and paying prices for things. I, I think I would assume that between the two of us, we're definitely doing our holiday shopping and um, we're paying someone right now. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm paying Amazon quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I don't know anyone who isn't a, a shopper on Amazon. I'm, I'm extremely grateful for uh, the accomplishment of Jeff Bezos and the team he put together years ago to, to, especially during this year with the, the pandemic and the shutdowns and so forth. Um, yeah, we're all, I, at least I feel this way. It's, it's amazing how dependent I am or, or not so much dependent, but, but how appreciative I am of the convenience of being able to say, well, I don't have to go out and put myself at risk in the, uh, the viral world we have. I can, I can just get things delivered to my door very easily, virtually anything. So yeah, I'm definitely spending a fair amount of money and time uh, on Amazon during this holiday season myself. Yeah. Well, and I've, I've also found like a lot of people have gotten into smaller businesses or um, I've had some friends even like join into new businesses or start their own businesses. And so I found even those types of companies have, great flexibility with having online accessibility and delivery in a similar strategy that Amazon is doing, just not in such quite a broad market. And so I think, yeah, I think, I think everyone, uh, virtually any merchandiser or, um, business has to have a digital strategy today because it makes it so convenient for people. And so small businesses, large, large businesses, everyone in between, um, has that kind of, somewhat of a digital strategy to reach out to their customers and, and allow them to either shop or, or participate in their service or whatever it might be. So it's great technology. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so one thing I, I seem to see all over social media type platforms is people seem to be really hating on what's called a corporation. 
Um, yeah. So I think you've probably seen it too. I, I, I look out on my Instagram page and it's like, oh, we, we don't like big businesses. I know we've had enough conversations over the concept of is a billionaire bad or good? Um, we can skip over that topic for today. But I think the concept of is a corporation bad or good? Um, I think inherently, I, I definitely do not think a corporation is bad. But I think people need to understand that it goes beyond just these ginormous ultra corporations. There are small companies that have a corporate structure. Um, and I would like to say that I, I think that you and I both agree that right now we're using those services. We're using services from big and small companies um, and we're appreciating them. And so it doesn't make them necessarily bad. I thought if you wanted, you could kind of dive into, well, what what is even the purpose of a corporation? <laughs> Why do we have them? Well, corporations are, the purpose of a corporation uh, is to, to uh, make money for the shareholders of that corporation. That's that's uh, traditionally what it is, and it, and it still is that. Um, there is a debate now in the in the culture, which is unfortunate that people are going backwards, regressing, so to speak, in terms of their understanding of, of economics and, and values and trade and the, and the value of having a free, a free market system where you can voluntarily trade with people. But yeah, the purpose of a corporation is to, to um, serve the shareholders who are the owners, the, the property owners of that company. And that might be a one-person shareholder um, uh, with small businesses, or it might be a, a, a very complex corporation that has you know, thousands of shareholders or hundreds of thousands of shareholders, potentially, uh, who all, all own small fractions of the company. But in either case, the purpose is for them to, to make money for those shareholders. That's the purpose why people invest in a company. That's why our clients actually uh, entrust uh, the stewardship of their capital, their money, their retirement nest egg, or whatever it might be for what they're saving for. Um, that's why they, that's why they entrust that capital to us is because they want a return. They want to get uh, uh, some profits on the money they invest. And so anybody who's putting money into a business, and that's the wonderful thing about business is when you invest in a business, you're you're uh, optimistic and you're hopeful and you're, you're, you know, I want to create value. I want to have this company create a value that someone is willing to buy and pay for and, and then we can make profits off of it. So that's the purpose of a, of a business, no matter what it's structure, whether it's a corporation or a partnership or an individual uh, uh, sole proprietorship. Uh, um, but the purpose of a business is to make money. Yeah. And so just kind of reiterating, making money isn't bad. So <laughs> I would say well, that's, that's the corporation itself yeah. doesn't have to be bad unless it's... No, it doesn't have to be. It's, it's not only doesn't have to be bad. It's, it's uh, and virtually in all cases, very much a good thing. Uh, companies, like I said, company, people who establish companies are excited about something. They're optimistic about what they can, the value they can provide and that they can make money at it. And then they can't make money unless they actually please other people. Now, that's, that's the confusing thing is that sometimes... And I'd say maybe, you know, the social media kind of stuff you're talking about of people who hate companies, they just don't understand uh, what a free market system is. They don't understand, again, the purpose of a company. They don't understand that the world is not zero sum, that, um, you know, the idea behind trade, and that's what we're doing when we're buying. When we buy something on Amazon, we're trading with them. You know, we're trading the dollars that we've earned. Um, 
uh, for the the products that they're they're certain um, merchandising. Or that's what that's what basically what Amazon does is merchandise online. Uh, but we're making a trade with them, and and so we're freely making a trade where it's a win-win. We're saying I you know whatever it is you paid twenty dollars for your Charlie Brown tree. Is that what you said? Yeah. And the price it was the twenty bucks and the and the effort that you made and 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 going out in the the uh, forest service um, to do that. Well, that's that's always the question is, you know, what are you willing to pay? But you valued that tree more than you valued the 20 bucks in your time, right? Yeah. So uh, maybe you didn't quite get the tree you're used to, but you saved some money. And so that was the win. You know, your win was $20 out and you didn't value that as much as the tree you got and the forest service now again the forest service is a little different because they're not really a, a company they're they quote unquote represent the public interest and um and that's partly why you know you, you don't necessarily i don't know whether you reserved a specific charlie brown tree or, or... <laughs> no you just it's kind of interesting you reserve a specific region in colorado like they give you a they send you a map of okay stay within these lines Whatever you do, don't touch private property. Here's your borders, and here's the type of trees you may or may not find in that area. But in a sense, you were you were representing, you know, me, Taylor McGowan Incorporated, right? Yeah. I mean, every individual, in a sense, is looking to improve their life. They're looking to survive first of all, and then thrive beyond that. And so they're looking for beneficial trades. They're looking for products and services that they feel like are improving their life. And that's what you were doing when you went to, to get a tree. And that's what you do when you go on to Amazon. And that's what you do, you know, throughout your daily life, you know, when you're, when you're conducting commerce, whether you're selling your services, in this case, you sell your time and labor and mental uh, work to Altius, the company that you, that pays you. Yeah. Um, and Altius is trading for that. Um, throughout your daily life of commerce, that's what you're doing is you're looking to make trades where you improve yourself. And, and that's in simple terms, that's all a corporation does is, you know, try to make a trade where it's improving the lives of its customers by providing a value, but by profiting for the shareholders. And there's lots of, you know, ignorance today about the pur purpose of a company. In fact, I, you know, because of the culture, we have this whole thing of people now beginning to say, no, we, it's not the purpose of a company to make money for its shareholders. It's really to kind of take care of the vague uh, stakeholders out there. And they, they use terms like stakeholders being, well, the employees and the customers and the community in which you operate and so forth, the environment. Um, those are all competing stakeholders that uh, a corporation is supposed to now be working for. Um, and it's, it's, really, it's really, in my mind, kind of a silly notion because of course, a corporation who's trying to make profits has to take care of their employees. They have to pay a competitive wage. Um, of course, they have to pro provide some value for their customers. The customers uh, won't do business with them if they don't provide a value. Um, yeah. Of course, you have to operate in an ethical environment within the community that you live. Otherwise, people won't do business with you. So, um, you know, again, the end being to to make profits, but you can't make profits unless you unless you do you know, in a subsidiary way, um, serve all those people or, or those interests. But it's, it, like I said, it's confusing. That's why you see people on social media today. And it's, it's really just uh, based upon uh, ignorance about his, the history of not having private enterprise, you know, a socialistic 
more collectivistic kind of operation never does as well for for anyone. There's no there's no case in history where where such a system actually thrives. Um, it always ruins capital and ruins people's lives. Uh, whereas the more freedom that you have, wherever that's been tried, uh, it succeeds in helping people live better lives. So, yeah. So yeah. rather than saying, oh, the purpose of this corporation is to, I don't know, solve all the world problems and bring world peace. The purpose of the corporation is to make money. But the only way they're going to is if they do things that are good for their employees and their neighborhood and the area around them. Right. They've got to serve people. Um, otherwise, they are not going to profit. Yeah. And that's that's what that's the way you, I mean, the people who are if you think about uh, the companies that have been extraordinarily profitable or successful, I mean, uh, Bezos had a very long term view with Amazon. So he hasn't actually been you know, that company has not been profitable until recently. Uh, but people saw the long term vision. That's the other thing is corporations encourage long term thinking. You, know, you, you think much, much longer term when you're when you're trying to build a business that way. Um, and so, uh, again, you, you can't serve lots of people successfully. You can't be profitable without serving lots, lots of people successfully. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, so I think we covered our first two topics. Is there anything? Well, let's dive into that more if you'd like. I don't know. I mean, uh, that, I, it kind of depends. The connection, the big connection to our business is that you know, we invest in businesses. That's what the stock market is. I mean, uh, not all of what we do is, is stock-based. Sometimes there's bonds. Sometimes there's real estate. And again, our disclaimer is that we don't, we're not giving any financial advice on our podcast. It's more just having a good conversation between two, two certified financial planners who who come from that thing from a different generational standpoint and sometimes a different uh, viewpoint. We're not, we're not necessarily giving any specific advice right now, but we have lots of different kinds of investments that are available that people uh, can place their, their capital in. But primarily one of the big ones that people look to is stocks. And that really just boils down to businesses in most cases, corporations that they want to do well, say they want to profit from. Yeah. That makes that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, like you repeated yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be nice if we had like a guest audience so they could say like, "No, I think you're wrong," or "Yes, I well, agree." You can, and... play, you can play that role. I, can, I, mean, I, I can test you a little bit and say, you know, well, no. What about what about all the the you know the greed that goes on? You know, the, these people are, who run corporations don't think of they don't think about the long term, but they don't think about. Uh, um, their employees they're taking they're exploiting their employees i mean we could play we could play that role play that a little bit if you wanted to well i i think in my mind the companies that are exploiting their employees um i think there's a it goes back to the first topic of value i think if you're not if you're not a great place to work for if you're not providing someone that value to be an employee and if you're not providing that value to a purchaser then you're not going to receive that that kind of co company growth and you're not going to see that kind of revenue. Yeah. I think if someone says, oh, this, this shirt was cool looking, but it fell apart in two days or two wears, people aren't going to continue buying that shirt. There might be a company who's producing a lower quality or offering a lower quality product and they're maybe charging less for it. And so 
you might be able to get a, a shirt at a Walmart for let's say $10 versus a similar style, but much higher quality, or maybe even more new hipper style at let's say Nordstrom's for a hundred dollars. So on one hand, you got a hundred dollars out to get a great quality shirt. On, another, on the other hand, you've got $10 to get the not so good quality shirt, but you might not value the most up-to-date style or even quality, but you want more of those, those shirts. So you buy 10 of them. Yeah. Uh, that's the wonderful, wonderful thing about having a, a free market. You get to choose. I mean, there's all kind. you know, whenever you have this kind of system that, that allows people to voluntarily trade with each other, it always ends up being a multitude of choices, lots of different opportunities to, to please each other, to say, you know, I'm, I'm more concerned about my, do my dollars right now, so I don't want to spend on a nice shirt. Um, I want a cheaper shirt, and I know it won't last as long. Or no, I want to spend, you know, not only 100, maybe I want to spend, you know, $500 on a shirt and everything in between. And that's the wonderful thing about, you know, corporations that allow for that kind of choice. Yeah. So a variety of co corporations and a variety of products allows people to choose if they want to spend more on something versus less and kind of optimize that value for them. Yep. Absolutely. So I think we're on our already up to our third topic of the day. Yeah, that third topic that we, we mentioned uh, at the beginning was just kind of kicking off our Altius Financial 53-week challenge. And, you know, in, in talking about our process and our trying to provide value to our clients and, and new clients, um, you and I thought, well, let's break it down some. Let's actually make it so it's sort of fun. I saw this. It, the example I saw was sort of a scavenger hunt of people being able to participate in a business, but do a weekly kind of task. Um, in this case, it was actually a yoga company um, who was saying, okay, do these poses this week and then do the, you know, doing both yoga practice as well as sort of a scavenger hunt thing. And, and I thought, well, let's try Let's try a similar kind of thing where we break it down week to week, just make it easy. Um, one simple tasks that you do for this week and at the end of the year you'll accomplish a lot towards your financial goal so this is a chance to kick off this 53 challenge i'm looking forward to having people join us and, and to doing it myself i mean i you know nice thing about our businesses we try to practice what we preach we try to do the the same kinds of things that we our clients do we invest in the same kind of vehicles we we do the same kind of checklists for planning and so i'm i'm looking forward to getting my my annual goals uh, on paper and and uh kicking off that that process how about you yeah no i'm really excited about it i think it was fun for not only you and i but kind of our whole team to contribute to okay what are some goals that we think about throughout the year and um, what are some things that come up that maybe people should reflect on? And so I'm hoping that this will be a fun opportunity for people to kind of become more active in their planning. I think people t typically tend to think about their financial planning when something big is happening. So maybe you're getting married, so you're talking about, oh, how do we merge investment accounts and bank accounts? Or maybe you're having a child, so you're thinking about, oh, maybe I want to do a 529 plan. But if nothing crazy, wild, different, urgent is happening that year, I think it's very easy to just kind of let the year go by without really reflecting on any kind of changes or ways to better your plan. And so our hope with this is that 
both clients and just the general population can can have access to this and maybe take a look at it as, oh, well, maybe that was something that is great to reflect on at this time. Maybe here's an opportunity to expand my planning. Here's a way to continuing staying active and engaged in my plan throughout the whole year. Yeah, so let's just jump in and, and talk about a couple of them. We don't need to go through them necessarily sequentially, but you know, it just gives the people who are listening an idea of what we're talking about of, of some of the, the weekly tasks that are on there. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm going to start with the first one just because this is giving you guys a heads up for, okay, maybe keep an eye out for this. We put the first uh, task as complete your annual Altius goal sheet. So one of our traditions at Altius is we send out a goal sheet to all of our clients at year end time. So they're allowed to maybe make some resolutions, make some goals heading into the new year. And this can be personal goals, financial goals. It's kind of, I think, what are there three different categories or four different categories? And so we're actually going to make this sheet available to everyone outside of the company as well. You'll, you can find that worksheet on our website at www.altiusfinancial.com. And so it's just a way to kind of start the new year with, with kind of a direction and a mindset that here's what I want to achieve this year. Here's kind of where I want to head. Yeah, it's like you said, we have a tradition and, it, you know, lots of people have sort of a New Year's resolution tradition or goal setting time period. Uh, it's similar to that, although we think we, we've got a format that's a little bit, you know, more structured and useful for people. Um, and this checklist uh, for, you know, weekly actions just is, is supporting that. So, again, like you said, it's starting off at the, the goal sheet, but like March, you know, we have you know, a reminder to be setting an appointment with your tax advisor. Yeah. Um, you know, in, at the end of March, we've got uh, a little celebration around uh, Easter and, and then later on some of the other, the other holidays that are recognized, you know, Mother's Day and so forth. You know, different items that might not occur to you as far as part of your financial plan, but we kind of connect them to what kinds of things that a person can do. Um, you know, other, other items are pretty simple. Check in on your credit score. Um, have you uh, rebalanced your your uh, employer 401k plan? Those kinds of things. Just reminders of saying, okay, have I done this easy task? Some of them are easy. Some of them are a little more, little more complicated, but they're all easily bite-sizable enough to say, okay, I know whether I did it during this week. Yeah. And, and yes, I, I totally agree. It should all be stuff that within the matter of a week you can accomplish. And most of it should be, okay, within the matter of, an hour or less, like you could call up your tax account and say, Hey, let's make sure we get this on the books. There you go. Maybe that's a 10 minute activity just to get it on the books and that, you know, okay, I'm on track for this. Um, so what if someone you know, gets behind or what happens if, you know, someone's really clicking them and nailing them? I, I like the, the language you have of just nailing them. Um, yeah. But you know, you talk, Taylor, about, you know, a, a, the case of someone who, you know, gets to the end of January and is like, ah, crap, I'm already behind. Uh, I haven't checked in off my list. You know, kind of like some of the things that we have as far as goals, you, you feel like you can get behind on. Or, or for that person who's really succeeding. Talk about both those cases. Yeah, so um, we kind of put it into a calendar format. So it's each Monday. So if you get behind, if, if you're looking at this or if you're listening to this podcast and say it's already March, 
And you're saying, oh, well, that sounds like a great idea. That's something I want to be involved in. But it's already March. I've already missed the first three months of the year. It's perfectly fine to do what, whichever you'd prefer. You could say, hey, maybe I'm going to do two goals a week. Or you could just say, okay, well, it's we have it listed out based on dates. So, for instance, if you came in and you're like, it's March 28th. Then you'd say, okay, well, I just missed March 22nd, but hey, March 29th is the happy Easter. Let's recalibrate. So let's jump into that that goal and then just start doing every week from there. For those of you who are way ahead of the game and you're like, you know, I'm going to go down this list. I'm going to do one a day. I mean, you will run out in 52 days. <laughs> and I don't know that you necessarily have all the tax preparation prepared at like day one <laughs> able to do all this. But um, I think a good chunk of this, you could go through and say, okay, well, have I already done this? Maybe if you are so far ahead of the game, you could say, let's go through this twice. So if you're, if you're the go-getter that's got this all checked off, maybe run through it and then run through it again just to make sure that you're actually staying on track and you're completing some of this. Some of these things are check-ins. So maybe you set a goal and now you're checking in with a goal about halfway through the year or a few months down the road. So if you do decide to go through this list twice, then that just allows you to continue to check in on yourself. Um, just a heads up, we're not expecting people to have to go through this list more than once. It's more just a hey, here's, let, here's an idea to make sure I'm staying engaged, staying on track of things. But for those go-getters, hey, shoot us an email with all of your lists checked off and maybe we'll post you on our Instagram and say, hey, here's the first one done with the list or we'll celebrate you if you, if you are such a go-getter. We definitely want to encourage people who, who want to go through this and um, who want to go through that process we will be posting these every week. So each Monday, I'll post it to our Facebook page, Altius Financial, and our Instagram page, which is at Altius Financial. So you can check a new post every Monday just to say, hey, am I on track with that? And if you guys want to engage with us and maybe say, hey, look, I took a picture with my goal sheet. And if you want to tag at Altius, we can always share you guys in our stories. Um, we're happy to get engage with anyone in any way they'd like to be. And we definitely want to cheer everyone on as they are continuing to, um, what we had here is nailed it. So if you nailed it, if you if you did your Monday, your whole week's goal, we definitely want to celebrate anyone who's staying engaged in that way. Absolutely. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up, doesn't it? Um, that's yeah. a, a number of different topics that we've covered today and uh, that's, that's it for today's episode of Capitalize Your Fridays. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you'll follow us, like us, subscribe to us, uh, subscribe to this podcast if you're finding that it's a useful discussion uh, and interesting if you have uh, suggestions. But you can subscribe on the native iPhone uh, podcast application. You can find us on podcasts. You can find us on a number of different uh, podcast platforms, and hopefully you will, and you'll give us some feedback and let us know what you think of the show. I think that's is that a wrap for this year? Are we are we planning any any other uh, podcast for this year, Taylor? I think that is a wrap for this year. So the next thing you'll hear from us would be on what is it, December twenty eighth? Yep, December twenty eighth. We'll be posting your first 
goal for the 53 week challenge. So you can tune in onto our Instagram and our Facebook pages to follow along with that. And then shortly after the new year, we'll start up again with some more podcast episodes. That's great. I want to wish everybody a happy holidays and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you in the new year. Yeah. Happy holidays, happy new year, and have a great weekend. Thank you.